0: Now, have you heard of doom scrolling? Social media pages are often designed to be a continuous stream of content. And as long as you continue to scroll and you've got a strong internet connection, it can be really hard to stop. And it's a safe space here. If you want to confess and let me know that you're addicted to the phone, maybe you want to tell me what's the longest you've spent scrolling in a single session, give me a call 1300 630 or you can shoot me a text on 0487 993 If you're the kind of person participating in this chat, I doubt the phone is very far away. So when you get stuck scrolling, what impact is it having on your brain and your mental health? And how do you stop it? Dr. Joe Lukens joins me in the studio to explain more about what doom scrolling is and why we do it.
1: Dr. Lukens, welcome to ABC Mornings. Good morning, Henry, and welcome to North Queensland.
0: Thank you very much. It's great to be here. Now, Doom scrolling. A lot of us might not have heard this term before. What exactly is that?
1: Yeah, doom scrolling. It's an interesting phenomenon, and it's something that we know has been around for longer than we've actually had the title. So it's it first popped up on Twitter. Not surprising, it came up on a social media feed. Um, but it's it's that recognition that sometimes we can get ourselves trapped, mentally trapped into the messaging of negative news stories, negative highlights, highlights, you know, those kind of stories. And they tend to trap us in. So if you've ever sort of found yourself on a page and thought, gosh, how did I get here? Then if it's a a feed of negativity, then it's a good chance that you've been doom
0: scrolling. It is like that, isn't it? You're just looking around and surfing the web and suddenly you've fallen down a bit of a rabbit hole. So you said that the term first came up on Twitter. So was that quite Recently, that this has started to become yes. a thing? Yes.
1: Well, it's been recognised since, I guess since about 2018, we've really paid attention to it in the social media sense. But the concept of humans getting caught up in negativity has been around for a really long time. So in the 1970s, it was referred to as mean world syndrome, you know, which which was, you know, and, and if you, you know, I know I, when I talk to the kids about it, and they, they can't even imagine what our media feeds were like in the 1970s, you know. But it was that recognition that humans do seem to be almost drawn like a, a moth to a light when there, there is that negativity, and there's good reasons why that might happen for us, but we know that too much of it, it, it's it's just not good for us. So why
0: is that? Why do we get a kick out of deep diving into negative topics, as opposed to you'd think we'd want to feel good when we're scrolling around on our phone? Yeah, FO?
1: you would you would think so. I, I guess there's a couple of explanations that sit around this. So Some of it is about almost like a survival instinct, that as humans were hardwired to try and understand risk. And so negative stories, and I guess particularly with some of the things that have been around in recent times for us, you know, it's it's actually in our interest to know what's happening. And particularly if there is a danger or a risk to us, then we would be wise to familiarise ourselves with that. But, you know, some of the other explanations around this is is that what tends to happen is if we are someone who is anxious and someone who gets worried, what we often seek is how can we be in a little more control of our situation? So it kind of feels like scrolling through the information and getting all the information is our way of getting control. But what it actually does is the absolute opposite and makes us more anxious. So it's it's a really counterproductive thing that we do. And like you said, if we add a little bit of mindlessness into it, it's a recipe for negativity.
0: So we could be thinking in our own minds, the response is, oh, I'm reading all of this stuff because I'm almost training my mind to say, if I'm caught in a dangerous situation, maybe we're reading about... I'd know what to do, but that's not actually the case.
1: No, and in fact, what it does is it elevates our anxiety and actually prepares us less well to be resilient in tough times. So it's 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 one of those things, I, th- I think what's great about us talking about it today is, I know a few people I've spoken to in the last few days when I knew I was coming on have said, doom scrolling, I've never even heard of it. But when you explain it to people, they go, oh, I know what that is. Or oh, maybe sometimes I do it.
0: And is it related? Is the amount of time that we spend scrolling related to the severity of the topic in any way? I know personally that uh, when there was the insurrection on the Capitol in the US, the the January 6th attack, I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I've just been reading about this for hours and hours at a time. And that was quite dark subject matter. Is there some correlation between the more distressing, the more we scroll?
1: Uh, potentially I haven't seen the research on it but what I I would expect particularly with that example that you gave is that you were reading it in real time it was breaking news so there's every possibility if I hang in there it's almost like gambling isn't it if I hang in there Mm. for another five minutes maybe I'll get in this case the bit of information in gambling it's I get the win you know so it's that it's reinforcing our behaviour because of course the news and the pressure on the news channels is to constantly change the news and change the feed so it's about also keeping up to date with what's with what's going on there. But I think what also can happen is then when you get to the bottom of the stories and you get into people's comments, and of course, so many of these stories are so polarizing. And even when the comments really irritate you, it almost makes people stay on them for longer and and if you, i guess if you think about what you're exposing yourself to and the choices you're making you know it's it's probably not very wise for us it's certainly it's certainly not what we would recommend in terms of well-being for people is to have a have a high diet of social media particularly when it's negative
0: that gambling analogy you've used is fascinating to me because it is like that and you go well i've been on here for hours already what if i was to step away now and something huge happens. Yeah. It's, it's almost like I've wasted even more of my time yes, just that's doing right. it that, like
1: that. That whole FOMO, the fear of yeah. missing out, you know, <laughs> and, and and also about being the first one to post about it or the first one to share it amongst your friendship group or the, to be the person that knows, you know, potentially for some people, all of that might feed into it. And I and I think that key is for people to be mindful about this phenomenon and, and then to have some understandings if you if you think that you might want to change your behavior a little bit.
0: It's 21 minutes to 10 here on ABC North Queensland. I'm chatting to Dr. Joe Lukens about the phenomenon known as doom scrolling. So say I'm sitting at home, got the phone or the laptop. How do I know if I'm doing it? How do I catch myself?
1: Yeah, so great question. And it starts with awareness. And that's my messaging in whatever forum I'm in, that psychologically you can't do anything about your current circumstances unless you pay attention to what's going on. So the key, number one, is to notice, hey, look, I've been sitting at my phone or my computer for... And however long, whatever would be a long time for you, you know, that's going to be a personal choice. So so that awareness is the first place to start. And the next thing I would do is check in with yourself. How am I feeling? You know, before the pandemic, we knew that people would typically come off social media feeling worse than when they went on. So for most people, it's not necessarily um, a great place to go to enhance your wellbeing. Um so if if you're scrolling through things and you and you're feeling a bit horrible about the circumstances or it's, it's worrying you, or it's, then it's a sign that you probably need to do something and that's where the next steps need to come in.
0: And obviously these social media companies, they're incentivized to keep us on there longer. It's where the money comes from. So do we find that as we develop these platforms further and further, they are basically inherently designed to be more addictive.
1: Yes, they they are. There's there's no doubt that that's what happens and of course as you mentioned earlier in the story is that depending on what we choose to engage with, we see more of it. So if you if you click on a lot of those those posts that are, you know, full of the negativity, then don't be surprised if you see a lot more of it. It's the same with if you, you know, if you follow a particular political side whatever whatever that might be you'll see more of their stuff uh, and you'll see more stuff that is that is favorable towards them so whilst the algorithms are kicking in in the background Think of ourselves as the curator, though. You know, it is up to us what we click on, what we engage with, how long we spend on stuff. And that's where we can regain our control. And that's where we can start to make some steps towards better well-being for us.
0: So in terms of combating doom scrolling, it's it's all well and good to say, i oh, just put the phone away, just walk away from the computer. But it's not that easy these days because so many people need to be on social media, not just for pleasure, but for work. And so is it a case of turn it off, walk away, get in nature, or... Is it are there other strategies that you can use while still, you know, being not not deleting your account, I suppose.
1: Yeah, and, and I do think it's important to note that there's a lot of good in social media as well and, and within that technology. So it's really about us taking responsibility for our own well being. So knowing yourself and knowing that if you do tend to you know, travel down the path of whatever platform it is. And that's a little bit of, like you said, a rabbit hole, such a great description of it, a rabbit hole for you. Then being a bit mindful and having a bit of a plan around that because what happens particularly, say it's the end of the day and you're fatigued, it's really easy to just be scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. So having a little bit of a plan. It can be about having some setting yourself some limits around that and maybe you set an alarm into your phone if that's going to help you. Or there's lots of, I think there's little apps and things that can shut you down and take, you know, so maybe explore some of those things if that's what you wanted to do. So so limiting yourself can be useful. And what I'd also say is be mindful, like look for the good stuff too. You know, I often as a break, if I'm doing something at home, and I'm, I'm working and I will, in between tasks, maybe just go into a quick little comedy sketch or, you know, there's a couple of comedians that I follow. And, you know, because that stuff is, you know, it's, it's funny, it's a great break. So so it could be about, by all means, please go out, blue sky, you know, go and go and look at the lawn or whatever it is, get yourself outside. But But self-regulation around social media is something that we can do in terms of our own responsibilities. And that will be good for our own well-being.
0: Who are some of the comedians? Do we have? Do we have any tips? Any favourites? Well,
1: I do like Graham Norton. I do, oh, I, do, I, I know I, 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 that's a classic, and I, all the usuals. I think the Michael McIntyre's and and all of those. But you know, any any of those sorts, of, anything that brings a smile to your face, and I'm a sucker for those. You know, when the Soldier comes back from two years of service and turns up at the graduation (laughs) and there I am sobbing at my computer. But but it's that feel-good family connection because what we know ultimately is that people matter. Social media is an opportunity for us to connect with others. We just don't want to... Do it in a way that uh, you know it is detrimental to our well-being and our mental health, and that's that's where we need to be responsible. But we also need to think about it and have these discussions.
0: I always say I'm not going to cry at those videos oh, every single time. And I, always time. Do. And I, and I always... know I do. It's
1: almost like I go into it <laughs> hoping that I do because it is. It's a we're emotional beings, and it's it's a way of connecting.
0: It is a bit of a release, isn't it? it do you think in the same way that say watching one of those nice dog meets the soldier that's come home videos, we want to cry. Tying it back to social media, do sometimes people go on wanting to get angry?
1: Oh, I'm sure that some people do. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, it's, it's a vehicle. Social media is definitely a vehicle and, and whatever your intent is, you will find it there. So, um, there's no doubt that some of the more say extreme views and things that you might find there, or people will go on looking for an alternate view to what you believe in strongly and then start the keyboard, you know. Oh, the keyboard cowards, I like to call them, but you, but you know that kind of, you know, you get into all that sort of space, and 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 that that's, an, I guess again another another example, and maybe a conversation for another day on, you know, all the things that we can do that really aren't socially responsible and and aren't good for our well being ultimately.
0: Doom scrolling, there it is. If you uh, have any trouble stepping away from the phone, those are some fantastic tips, Dr. Joe Lukens. Thank you so much for joining us on ABC Mornings. Great to be here. You're with Henry Brett's on ABC North Queensland.